It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Oh, Vicky, Vicky, Vicky. I hate Vicky. calling you Who's that. Vicky? Horrible. Yeah, that is, that is, that's my name. I know, you don't, you don't suit Vicky at all. Well, it's what I was called um, previous to uh, being called Victoria in the full or Vic. It's Vic or Victoria, not Vicky. But I was a Vicky one him, day. Really? Yeah. What, just day. for one day? Just for one hours. day. <laughs> And I didn't like it. No, when I was like a teenager, I kind of, I was Vicky at school. Oh, yeah, because nobody wants to go by the name Victoria in school. No, not, not in the 90s. It was so posh. fucking annihilated. So posh. Um, yeah. um, and not my school. I mean, like, my school was the opposite of posh, hence why I didn't want to be known. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Spring a bit posh. And then, so like my best mates that are pre, yeah, so Leanne and Hannah, who I've known from like 16 and 19, they call me Vicky. Hi. Yeah, they call me Vicky. And Jim. Jim still calls me Vicky. Yeah, they all call me Vicky. But they're, they're the only people that are allowed. No one else. Yeah, they are. I, well, I just called you it and it was like a flash oh, of like red rage. No way. Yes. I'm not, at, I'm not at Leanne's stage, am I? I'm not there. I'm not no. friendship girls. Well, she also, <laughs> she yeah, she calls me Sticky more than anything else. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, so. Sticky. sticky. But it is weird. It doesn't feel weird when they say it because I'm so used to them calling me that. But I think when anyone else says it, I'm like, excuse me? But it was a classic thing name. when friends used to ring up my homes back in the old days when we had landlines and no mobiles and be like, can I speak to Vicky? And my mum would literally be like, Vicky doesn't live here. Just put the phone down. Because <laughs> she didn't make the association that it was oh, okay. me. So she wasn't like, do not call my yeah. daughter by that she wasn't common just name. Like, a complete biatch. <laughs> no, she was like, yes, I, what? Who's Vicky? Just put the phone she down. She doesn't live here. And my family, everyone else has got an abbreviated like version of their name in my family. Not me. I've always just full on Victoria. They don't oh, so you're not Vic? Vic. No, you're they not... won't call me Vic, no. Victoria? It's just Victoria. That's so it. what, when they go, hello, Victoria? No, no one really says my name. You know, it's what? weird, isn't it? You don't really, I don't know, they don't really say... I feel like they don't say my name. Oh my God, you're the forgotten it. child. Oh yeah, I'm the forgotten child. I mean, that is oh, my Jesus. role. It's fine. It's fine. I've been in it for 40 years now. I'm used to it. <laughs> it's not 40 years yet. No, very soon though. <laughs> cling, cling on, cling on. Oh cling my God, it's me. Yeah. On. Only a few months, Laura. How do you feel about it, love? Do you know what? There's, there's kind of so much going on in my life at the moment yeah. with uh, my dad being ill and everything. Um, and work and all the rest of it that I, I, it hasn't really been too much on my mind. I think the thing that I've struggled with in the last year is that I've seen really big changes to my body and my face. Right. Okay. Um, that so that's probably the thing, and that's obviously associated with getting older because it's just what happens, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know. I found that stuff a bit like yeah. So basically what you're saying is is I'm already on the countdown because I'm 39. So obviously I am on countdown to 40. So in this next year, what am I are my tits gonna sag? What's gonna oh go God. on? Oh my god. I mean, you know, I can't you get can any sag hide, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm really praying that your tits get saggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not really that. I think um I've definitely found it harder to shift weight. Like I've put on weight and I've found it really hard to like, well, I haven't shifted it. <laughs> It's still on me. <laughs> it's called maintaining, Vic. You're just maintaining. 
Yeah, but it's like back in the day, you know, the fast metabolism and all that. Everything's just yeah. slowing down and getting wrinklier. Um, but definitely my face like that, you know, because I think in my head I still look 20. And then, I don't know, I'll see a photo or something and I'll be like, fucking hell, where have all those wrinkles come but from? I have to say, having seen a, a picture of you in your younger years, yeah. you are a fine wine. Oh, thank you. Oh, my you, God, I'm, what you said, I was a munter back then. Basically. <laughs> anyway. Oh, there you are. No, yeah. but as in like that, the picture you uploaded from ages ago, it doesn't even fucking look like you. Yeah. You've matured really wonderfully. Uh, thank you. Thank you, my darling. You're thank welcome. you. You're welcome. I have fucking hell, like me, me then versus now, I'm banging nearly 40. Do you know yeah, what I mean? you've like totally changed in the time that I've known you as well. Like, yeah. you've I'm, blossomed. You haven't even I'm like a, you've just blossomed. I don't know what, what you could call me. Who knows? Black, black swan. Isn't that bad? That's yeah. I think that's quite tragic with lots of death. <laughs> so I don't think you Not want to be Portman. <laughs> oh right. Oh okay. Sorry. I hate that film. By the way. Oh god. Yeah. I was like, oh, just bore off. It was just so indulgent, and she really annoyed me in it. What Natalie? Oh Natalie. I don't know. I used to love her. I loved her in Leon, but then she was like seven there. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, <a> bit... <laughs> it's hard to hate her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not digging out a seven year old. Um, yeah, it's a great film, Leon. I uh, just, I don't know, what, have you seen her in like the perfume adverts? Those ones are really, yeah. I hate perfume adverts. But then I don't like them. The only one that I, I don't even like the Charlene Theron one, and I like Charlene Theron. No, they're so, who's like coming up with those concepts? They're ridiculous. I I, actually, I love the Daniel Craig one. I like the one with um, Adam uh, driving when he becomes a horse. Obviously. Do you, do you yeah. know that um, he's having another baby? With who? Same same woman? Obviously his wife. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> Don't I shouldn't have me. delivered this live on air, should I? <laughs> I, should have, I should have delicately approached. Yeah, I, I saw the other day that he's having another baby, which means he's definitely still in love with his wife. Yeah, of course. Well, no, that's not true, because a lot no, of times the second child is trying to patch up the fact that the marriage is over a bit and then yeah. just makes something worse. They might get divorced. He's on his way. He's on his way. He's galloping on his way. <laughs> oh, dear. Um into your men. I think because I've been feeling very, uh, yeah, it's been quite sad. Um, I've been watching a lot of things that I find very comforting and Girls, the TV series. Oh, is I one of them, watched it. Which has got Adam Driver in it. And yeah, uh, yeah I've been watching that and... I, I don't even know if I should share this. Please do, because it will either make the final cut or it won't. Yeah, no. In my sadness, um, I just can't stop wanking. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, it's very odd. I didn't wasn't expecting that as a process but, of grief. Yeah, but then I guess it's like it, it's like anything. Like people that have depression, their sex drives can go through the fucking roof, can't they? Oh, really? Because yeah, yeah. So like if you have issues with mental health, I think the assumption is that you lose your sex drive. But in actual right. fact, I do know of somebody uh, who, in the process of uh, going through their breakdown, their sex drive just became insane. I mean, mine didn't. Mine was as dead as a fucking. Well, it's always associated to two different things, though, wanking and sex drive, don't you? Or no? No, I don't think so. Because if it was sex drive, then I'd be trying to mount Rob every night, but I'm absolutely not. No, no, because I I don't know. Yeah, to be fair, you know what, mate? When I was probably, I think I even said it on the podcast when I was going through my, I don't know, you know, fucking mental episode where I was no longer manically depressed and I was healing. Mm. I didn't want to touch Steve, but I was wanking like nearly every night. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I mean. I wasn't grieving That's anything. where I'm at. 
yeah go with it man it will pass it will pass i don't mind yeah. it every night now i think because it's uh it just makes me feel a little bit happy temporarily so yeah and it's not it you know it's and not it's hurting control. anyone yeah it's not no. hurting anyone is it no certainly not i'm just getting through a lot of power that's all <laughs> <laughs> and it's really it's, it's really aggravating me uh Carpal tunnel, but that's okay because that's going to be rectified in June, so we'll all be all right. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Yeah, I'm it's, okay. It's Casper the cunt. It's Casper the cunt coping with it. Or is it? Oh yeah, no, he's, she's, it's all right at the moment. No, it's fine. She's all right. She's it's all right. right. She's shit. Although she was a bit itchy the other day, I was like, oh no, don't come back. But he hasn't. It's been since my first episode, and then dressing it. I don't know. I've been kind to it, haven't I? You've been really kind. <laughs> I to always spritz sweet nothings every day. <laughs> Boss furiously pounding it. Are you a night wanker or a day wanker? Day. Day, are you? Yeah. I'm, I I'm tend a... to find it's when I go to bed. No, because then Rob will be here. So Yeah, true. And Obviously, Steve's not laying next to me when I wank. That would be weird. No. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want him there. So, no. oh no, I need this to be over in like three seconds. I don't want any eye contact or conversation. So, yeah. thanks. See you I, just bas- I just basically want to look at myself. <laughs> I'm just going to lie on this mirror and... Uh... <laughs> A wank. A wank. Oh no, I couldn't I mean, do that these days because I'd be like, oh, look at me wrinkles around my eyes. Oh, it's not God. even that. I'd be really worried I'd break the mirror and then that's bad luck. Yeah, that too. Still. Yeah, that is. Bad luck for seven years. Trying to fucking straddle a mirror now would be <laughs> nothing so tragic. It's, it's not the best look going into A&E and be like, so why have you got this massive shard <laughs> yeah. of mirror up your mouth? <laughs> um, no reason. I slipped and fell. That's all. Oh, Lightly story. Anyway, how are you? Yeah, you know what? I went through quite a traumatic experience last week, actually. So I... Uh, Did I you think... tell me about this already? Or was this fresh off the press? No, you know. My proctogram. Oh, my God. I do. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do, yes. <laughs> so I have had to go through a two-part of proctogram. Proctogram, for those who don't know, or I don't know if I've explained it on here or not, is that you basically have to shit while being x-rayed on a toilet and then you have to <laughs> shit inside an MRI machine while people watch. Um, <laughs> it's a fun day out for all. I don't, I don't know if I, I can't, I wouldn't have talked about the x-ray one because it was literally the day before we went to Thailand. Right. But um, yeah, that one, That by the end of it, the son, not the sonographer, the radiographer said, I have never in my 15 year career had a day at work like this one I walked in I was like right who's gonna watch me shit <laughs> he was like hi I can't remember what her name was I was like look this is gonna be awkward for all of us she was like oh no we're fine I was like well it's not gonna be fine by the time my mouth's done with this <laughs> and then she like grabbed this massive tube of fucking goo whatever it was she's like right this needs to be inserted into your rectum and I went I'm sorry what why is that going up my ass and she was like because we have to simulate you having a poo and I was like but what and she said it did you not get the leaflet i went i didn't read that she was like it would have explained everything in there i was like okay that's fine so basically I, you're not doing a real shit you're doing no. a simulation well, i guess shit. because they they can't tell someone to save up their shit no. to arrive so they yeah. obviously instead she had to i had to lay on the bed she parted my cheeks um and she inserted Oh and then God. what was absolutely hilarious is she said, right, if you can just obviously get off the bed, careful, because you don't want to splat that all over the fucking floor. Yeah. So I walked around to this commode that's like set up in this certain type of fashion. So obviously there's an x-ray machine around it. I stood on it and it fucking wobbled and I fell backwards and I went, oh my God, it nearly came out of my ass. <laughs> she was like, this, 
this woman that was I didn't get to see her and her name was Kim she was monitoring everything I don't know what the fuck she was doing all I could hear was her laughing continually I was like oh, that's the last thing we all would have needed you would have to put more of it up my ass so, so what was... was it like what does it feel like is it because it's not solid then but it has no, got it's quite not. A... so it doesn't it's weird so basically I had to sit on this commode and do different things at different times. And then I was watching it on the screen. <laughs> different times, like what? <laughs> like a, a whole trapelvic floor, I can confirm. It's it's excellent. Do a crossword. <laughs> do a crossword. So, yes, I had to do like, then I had to hold like I was not going to shit while trying to shit. Wow, that's hard. How do you I simulate did... that? Mate, I did a fantastic job of it. I hate to brag. Well, and that's quite a skill, isn't it? I know, I didn't You've know. You've had was... a lot of practice of that one, I'd say. Holding in the shit when you really need it. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to throw at it. No, but the thing is you have to hold the shit and then push down. Oh, wow. I don't, yeah, that would be very confusing. No, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. And then I just had to shit. Okay. What was that like? Was there, were there like noises and shit? No, I thought there would be, but there was none. There was um, nothing. Well, it nothing. like a metal little toilet thing, isn't it? Or no, was it plastic? I... It was plastic, but the thing is, I guess it's not actual, it's just stuff that they've put up you, isn't it? I would it's not be able to stop laughing. Oh, I, I took the piss the entire time, hence yeah. why this radiographer was like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, like, she said, oh, hold your pelvic floor. And I was obviously watching myself. I was like, hang on, let me have another run up to this one so I believe I could do it better. And she was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to. I was like, no, 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 we can definitely do better than that. I was like, see, look at that. She's like, that's great. <laughs> So where could you, was there like a live screen that was uh, Yeah, so it's this massive screen and it was just all in, all in black and white and I could just see all of it. It was really fascinating. Yeah. Uh, and obviously because I'd completely removed all shame regarding it, it was like, this is good. So, you know, we're having a fucking lovely time. <laughs> we're bonding. Over... Did you write her a card at the end of it saying how much so you I loved love you. Yeah, I'm not a lesbian, but yeah. yeah. I love I've you. Just, I love you, yeah. Um, I've decided I like cock more than I like Fanny. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. I just don't think I know who I am anymore, mate. One minute <laughs> I'm a lesbian, the next minute I'm straight, the next minute I'm bi. Oh, God. At this point, I'd just take anything if it was offered to me. <laughs> Maybe that's ADHD. <laughs> yeah, there's a strong possibility. Maybe I'll go on ADHD medication and I'll become asexual. Yeah, I know. Imagine who knows? that. We'll find who out. Yeah, we'll we will find, find out. out. Anyway... Uh, and then obviously last week I had to go for an MRI and I walked in and created the exact same situation to reduce the level of awkwardness. There's no for other way to be. Involved. Yeah, you can't be. And they said, you don't need to look so scared. I went, honey, I'm not scared. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm <laughs> ready and waiting. Show me. But it was I've been a male doctor. All week. Oh God, that does change <laughs> the time. And he had to put loads more in my ass than the x-ray one. So for that one, you were lying down. I had to lay down. In, and go into an MRI machine. And How then was I, that? And it was all right. And I really? was having to listen to music. It wasn't too bad because there's an opening at the back. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I don't well, know if there's different styles, but my one wasn't completely. Do you know what I mean? I'd get I mean, so it, panicky. <laughs> yeah. I think I was so focused on not shit when I wasn't meant yeah, to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was taking all, and listening to heart radio. I mean, it's not my music, but hey, whatever. That, she was like, what music do you want to listen to? And I thought, I can't really say, can you find me Queens of the Stone Age? I was like, anything. <laughs> Um, so yeah the male doctor came in and I was like oh hi look at you I said you get the late shift and he was like yes it's uh, lovely to meet you my name's blah 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 I was like that's great and he came over he's like so these are the uh, tubes of um, 
blue solution that I'm going to need to uh, inject into you. So I'm going to need you to roll over. And I said, excuse me. I said, you haven't even shaken my hand and you're going to go straight for my arsehole. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry if I'm being unprofessional. I was like, I'm joking, but it's fine. Touch my hand. And then he was rooting around in my bum hole. And I was like, look, you have touched areas of my body that my husband, husband hasn't touched in a long time. He was like, I'm going. Yeah, I bet that made you feel a lot awkward. <laughs> yeah, the women, they were cracked up. But I think he was like, I don't know if this is going to be cause for an HR. Okay. So <laughs> exactly. But so I sailed through it, really. And then, yeah, just had to shit out at the end. And it's all okay. Your bum is in full operational goodness. Full operational goodness, yeah. My tight pussy is still tight. Ah, oh, being a woman's so fantastic. <laughs> I see um, my consultant next week. Okay. And uh, she will deliver the news. Oh, well, we're waiting. Wait with uh, anticipation. Absolutely. Cannot wait for the news. <laughs> I, I am. I'm of the opinion if someone's going to offer something to me where it's potentially going to make my vagina look nicer, I'll take it. How's it going to make, how is something to do with your bum going to make your vagina look nicer? <laughs> I, don't think that's, I don't think that's what I'll, I'll, I'll offer here. <laughs> By walking and go, right, Claire. What are we doing for the vagina? Yeah, like, can well, you nothing. Shave off some of the labia for me, please. <laughs> would you? I would do it. I would just. No, right. I can't bother. It's too much pain. Who cares? Yeah, mate. I'm. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm bunned, aren't I? I'm a bun too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all enclosed. I'm, I'm bunned. bunned up. Not bunned. Bunned, as in bunned, my yeah, bunned my, up. My burger lips. They are. Everything is safely contained within the bun. Sometimes you get. A, you get a little a little hint of lettuce just popping out. Little yeah. hint. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder what that's to do with a dry day. Maybe it's been a, it's yeah, been a hot maybe. day. Like boys, but men's balls they shrivel, don't they? Maybe your lips shrivel in the heat. Or yeah, in the probably. Cold, or in the cold. In the cold, yeah. It's one of the many mysteries of life, isn't it? It's it's like a little you know sort of um, little bit of iceberg, isn't it? <laughs> Iceberg straight ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! What a, what an intro this has been. Fucking. I know. Hell. There you go. Welcome to welcome to my welcome life. Welcome to No Holds Barred. Welcome to No Holds Barred, where midges. Laura has got Booper Healthcare and she rinses it for all it's worth. Did you get that through Booper then? Yeah, mate. Spectacular. Fucking spectacular. spectacular. Um, so should we have some little stories? So I actually have a story. I put something out on our stories on Instagram and I asked, have you ever slept with a friend? Good. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. And have you Vic? Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> so have I. Yeah. Was it, and, and, and I'll ask you the question, was it the best decision you ever made or the worst? Uh, it was neither. <laughs> it was one of those. I was like, all right then. Well, I did that. So that's done. <laughs> Yeah, I I can honestly say it wasn't a very smart choice on my my part. Why? Because it got complicated yes. politically, let's say. Yes, it got very complicated. It was a very, very bad judgment in my uh, history of making poor choices. Yeah. <laughs> it's up there. And so I'm going to assume that that friend is no longer a friend. No, yeah, we we're not we're not mates anymore. Were you not friends as soon as the the deed was sort of over? No, we can, we continued sour. friendship and then it just soured, yeah. And yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a relationship. It was literally just a fuck buddy. Yeah, um, but it just went went sad. Was it a one off or was it a little bit of a thing? It should have been a one off it because it wasn't very good. But um, again, poor decision making. I went back. Right. So, yeah. Okay. So mine was just a one off. 
I think I believe I know your one. You do know my one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a one-off. And uh, at the time it felt... You it was learned. A, you know, I did you learn. learn. I mean, yeah, it was an experiment. That's what that's why As soon as I started to engage with that, I was like, I'm just... This is just an experiment. Let's just, let's just see what happens if we go down this road. Obviously, alcohol yeah. was involved. Lots of poor decisions are made when you're drunk, aren't they? Uh, I make poor decisions sober as well, so I'm slightly better at making them or not making them when I'm sober. But if I've had a drink, then I make the worst decisions ever. Um, yeah. So, but we are still friends. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Isn't moral it? of the story. Yeah. Don't know what the I moral know, is, but I don't know how I'd feel about. It. I don't know how I'd manage. I don't know how I'd navigate. I mean, to be fair, we did. We did navigate a friendship for about a year, but it was just too weird. Yeah, no, it never was weird. It was just, it, if anything, it was just very funny. Like, it was just very comical that it happened because it was like, what? We yeah. slept together. That never um, made sense. No. And I think it probably made more sense for him than it did for me. But uh, yeah, it was fine. And it just kind of went, it was a bit awkward. Like, the time I saw him after we'd done the deed, that yeah. was a bit awkward. But um, it was just like, yeah, we were drunk and that's fine. And that's not going to happen again. But I still love you. I still love you because I did love him, like as in, like as a friend. No, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. nothing else. Friendship levels. This is the thing with me. I can be very clear cut. I have really, really strong, close friendships with lots of men, and I have no desire to sleep with any of them. And that's probably why I have such strong connections with them because I have zero a- attraction to them at all. Um, but I love them as people. But. <laughs> <laughs> I also have that very strong switch that when I do like somebody, I can imagine fucking them on a daily basis. Can I put that in this podcast? Probably not. Well, yeah, because you're not mentioning anyone, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. So I, I can have friendships, no issues whatsoever, but I also really like to... Have sex with men, I guess. I don't. I don't have any male friends now, really. Like that are separate from you know. I've got like the partners of my friends that I consider those to be my friends, yeah. but I don't have any other friendships that are just men outside of that. No, thinking about it, I don't think I do either. I think that the strong male friendships that I've got are part of a partnership. Yeah, like do you know what I mean? A pairing, but then those friendships are equal. Some of them are as important, if not equal. Do you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I'm more friends with her than I am him. I feel like it's an equal level of love that we have for each other. Yeah, yeah. On that note, I so I put something out saying, "Have you ever?" Now it's a real mix because I can say, with my experience, I was the one that ended it. I was the one that's like, "I'm going to put an end to this. It's not a great idea," <laughs> and. um the response we've had back is a real mix of best fucking thing I ever did. I'm still with them. Oh, lovely. Yeah. It was the worst thing I ever did. Awkward. And I hated it. And we're no longer friends, but I've got this one story just in your post about sleeping with someone you weren't meant to. Yes, I have. We worked together and he was the loveliest guy, but he was not my type at all. So for many reasons, he wasn't good looking he wasn't good looking, misogynistic. Is that what she's looking for in a man? What? That's what? He wasn't, or he well, he wasn't good looking and he was misogynistic. Yeah, maybe. 
uh, I was not physically attracted to him at all, but he made me laugh like a drain. Somehow we ended up flirting outrageously whenever we were together. Uh, he never hid how he felt about me and I was completely flattered, but was engaged at the time. And the day before I got married, he asked me not to get married. Oh, wow. Fucking hell. Oh my God. I got married and then divorced. Fast forward 10 years and I saw him again and we were like magnets. I knew from the minute I saw him, something was going to happen and it did. <clears throat> it was by far the most exciting sexual experience of my life and I've had a few. We did stuff that I've not done before and haven't done since with anyone. He was like a magician. I still get the piss taken out of me now for those who knew he fancied, who knew he fancied me about the unrequited crush he had. But all I do know now is I smile sweetly, blush a little and remember those nights we were together. Oh, so they're not together now. They're not together. Obviously, it was just like a, a fling. The fact that he was like, don't get married. Yeah, wow, that's so intense. That's oh, such high drama, God, isn't it? Yeah. I want to know what type of magicianry work he did. Yeah, I know what happened. What Where happened? did they meet again? How did that come about? When? How long did it take them from meeting to ending up working, doing the magic tricks? I bet you any mate was almost instantaneous. <laughs> if she said it was like a magnet. Yeah. The fact that he was misogynistic. Oh, God. I know, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, but then I do think, annoyingly, sometimes we can be drawn to men like that, which is really annoying. I'm not, actually, to be fair. I hate them. No, you're absolutely not. No. I have had men, I've met men in the the past who who I can just tell really don't like me. And I really don't like them because I am like the opposite of what they expect a woman to be like. Yeah. And it does create this weird tension. Which could almost be like potentially sexual. sexual energy, but it's like, yeah, you're a cunt and um, I just act even more annoying <laughs> <laughs> because I know it riles them. That is such an ick for me when men feel like they're God's gift. It makes me look the other direction. Yeah, like I wouldn't find it sexy at all. No. Be like, no way. I think there's a difference between... Uh, someone being confident and someone being arrogant. And I feel yeah. like that misogyny thing comes in with the arrogance thing as yeah. well of, um, yeah, it's like the expectations that they have of women and their opinions of women and all the rest of it. And even it comes out, like even if they try and disguise it and they're like, no, I'm a 21st century gay. Yeah. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm a feminist. <laughs> and you're like, no, you're not. You're just a massive wanker. You can see through all that stuff. But then some of I suppose some people can't. I say, I mean, I say this and I went out, I didn't go out misogynist, but I went out with terrible men. So I, I never saw. I've always been drawn to terrible men. Steve's the only terrible, he's a non-terrible man I've gone for. Yeah. He's the yeah. only sensible one. Because otherwise I love a man that can basically just completely fucking annihilate me. Emotionally. There was one guy that was sensible. I'm just thinking back now, but he was just, yeah, he bored my fucking tits off me. I was just like, oh my God, you're so boring. But yeah, uh, everyone else was a terrible choice. I honestly think it's like <laughs> our, we just are drawn, our minges are drawn by the idea of a bad boy. I oh, know. I think it's a universal affliction for women. Unfortunately. It is a universal affliction. It's universal. We all are desperate to basically convert George Clooney from being a singleton to a deeply committed man, even though we're like, oh, I'm not looking for commitment. All women. I mean, fucking hell, deep down, aren't we? I think everyone, I don't know. I, I think it's really I think hard it's connection. now these days. It's, it's connection. connection. It's not commitment. It's connection. No. And it? that's what it comes down to. That's what I've learned about myself. I ha it's the connection that I search in people. And if I don't have that connection, sometimes it can be, like I said, instantaneous, like it was instantaneous. 
as soon as I clapped eyes on you, I was like, oh my God. I knew that was coming. I was waiting for it. I was like, yeah, you you better be talking about me, bitch. (laughs) But it is that immediate, yeah, fuck Steve. It's that immediate like, oh my God, I really like you. Yeah. But I obviously don't want to kiss your pussy, so. No, yeah, there is that. It's it's just a lifelong friendship of commitment and love, and that's just as important as sexual relationships. I had a very... um interesting interaction with another mum when I was dropping Oliver off at um, the uh, holiday camp thing the other day and um, we dropped off the kids and then we just started walking out together and she just literally started talking to me as if I was her best friend and then we ended up standing in the car park for nearly 45 minutes having a conversation about um, everything like life, family, addiction. She was a recovering addict. Um, uh, Yeah, about her having ADHD. (laughs) About her dry fanny. She's got a dry fanny. Oh, oh fuck. She's perimenopausal. Oh, shit. And then also about her, like, splitting up with her partner. And then she's been having, like, really amazing sex with this guy. Like, I've never met this woman before. It was so Does funny. Does she know who you were? No, 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 she didn't. She must have done. No, no, she didn't. She didn't. Um, and she lived like not that far from me either, but it was just really hilarious how this, this little, and then she was talking about connections and she was saying like, we were meant to meet today. I really believe that. And you're like, no, I was meant to get home 45 minutes ago, but here we are. (laughs) Well, you know what I'm like with those kind of situations that Rob always says that he says, people always tell you their fucking life story whenever they meet you. I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't know what it is. I've got a trusting face or something, but people (laughs) always tell me every single detail about their lives. And I always know everyone's secrets. I love that. Oh, I do. It's such a good sort of place to be in. I can fucking pull everything out of somebody. Yeah. (laughs) It's a talent. (laughs) Well, some might say it's an affliction. <laughs> I'm, I'm just genuinely, I don't know, maybe it's my ADHD. I'm really fascinated by people's lives. Like, I like looking at people's pictures and knowing the stories behind the pictures. And, like, yeah, that's that probably is like that, that part of I my just, brain. Oh, I could just think of you because I was like, this is basically Laura. That is me. <laughs> like, I, I'm <laughs> coming back. back from London on Thursday and, you know, the trains are delayed or cancelled. It's a fucking shit show. So trying to get on a train and then the boards weren't updating, but I could see people sort of rushing towards this train. I thought, I'll give it a fucking go. And as I'm walking past, I then realised that the train is split into two. So there's two parts of it. And the one at the front is the one that's going first. And it is fucking rammed. Like you can't even shut the doors. There's so many people in it. And I thought, I'll get in somewhere. And then I glance over to my right. And what do I see? I see a man clasping at the side of the wall. And I thought, oh, shit. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm gonna oh. have to help. I've got to. I turned on my heels. I walked over to him and his wife, and I was like, "Are you okay?" She was like, "He's got COPD." They were telling us to get on the train, but we can't get him on. And then this other woman came over, and both of us. This woman was like, she so matched my energy, and um, and we both got him on this train. We were like, "Peter, we are not bloody leaving you until you reach your final destination." What day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gave him some <laughs> headache tablets. I gave him my bottle of water, which I was gutted about because I didn't have any water and I was fucking parched. Um, yeah. And Steve was like, Laura, I don't understand. Every time that you go to London. It's always when you come to London as well, isn't it? Oh, you just right, find I'm little injured birds and you're like, come, sick of come, it. come under my wing. I, I just can't ignore you. situations. I just can't oh, do no, it. But it just makes you a good person, mate. So don't beat yourself right. up over it. it. Makes It makes me an irritating cunt that got home so much later as a direct <laughs> result of it. Exactly. And well, because you've asked for those uh, stories about friendship and sex and blah, blah, blah. I've had a couple of stories on email. 
Oh, how exciting. So we've got this one. This is sleeping with a friend. So I saw your question on stories asking any of us no whole slags except with a friend. I thought I'd share my story. So back when MySpace was huge, oh my God. Oh my God, good old MySpace. I used to find so much brilliant music on there. And you'd become friends purely based on the fact that you lived in the same town and looked vaguely familiar. 17-year-old me met my friend. We'll call him Tom, not his real name. Tom and I knew each other because he'd dated a girl from my school and our parents knew each other, clearly the greatest base for a friendship. <laughs> we spent our evenings chatting about everything and nothing, along with a few flirty chats on MSN. Then one night, after far too many Malibu and Cokes in the local nightclub, I ended up back at his house having the best shag of my life. Oh. It was a no way planned, but bloody hell did he make sure it was memorable. I was so loud at one point that his dad walked in and told us to shut up. <laughs> oh my God. Thankfully, I was too pissed to be embarrassed, carried on, and then all was done. And dusted, he walked me home. Our friendship carried on as it had been, MSN, random chats and catching up when we could while I was at uni. We've been friends for 20 years and it's never been awkward. So much so, in fact, that when my marriage broke down with a few years ago, my ex had a lovely cliched affair with a woman at work. He was the perfect bloke. Oh, hello. He was the perfect bloke to help me feel desirable and give me another night of mind-blowing, confidence-boosting sex. Oh, my God. No string, no mess, and back to being mates. It's been four years since we slept together last, and sometimes we'll joke about the fact that we've been intimate, but it's not the thing that defines us. He's a fantastic guy, and we have a laugh when we meet up. I think because I've never slept with him with any agenda, it's made it easy to compartmentalise what we did. I'd never wanted more from him and he doesn't want anything from me. So it's perfect, to be honest. Thank you, for, thank you, ladies, for doing what you do. Love you both so much. Having you every week is like hanging out with my besties, but weirdly earwigging on their convo. So, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean if you had sex that was, that was that amazing, I know your answer to this one anyway. Yes. <laughs> but you stayed, But you stayed in contact... Mm. I, w- I would be like, I wouldn't be able to fucking keep my minge away. I'd keep falling back into the trap of, oh, hi, I haven't had sex in a while. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's very... Uh, very grown up. Yes, but also because right. they get on really well and they've got like a really good connection and stuff. But then... It's and the, the sex-, sex is good. Like, that's, that's what I mean. If it was shit and be like, oh, that didn't work. But then to be able to have amazing sex, but oh, yeah, I haven't had sex in four years. I'd be like, fuck off. Oh, no. Yeah, and this I wouldn't, just, I wouldn't be able to do that. Is feeling both of them would just feel that they they've got enough satisfaction from other areas of their life and other yeah, people that they're seeing or that they're with. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> I would find that hard. That feels like a challenge. Yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah. I don't think I'd want to try and um, achieve. I, I think I'd I just fail can't think. I just can't think of anyone that I've met that could it could have been feasible with either. Do no. you know what I mean? Not to keep it as a friendship, no. No, because when like you do sleep with someone and it's especially if it's good then you want more don't you yeah mate it's like i like chocolate yeah i'm not gonna walk away from it maybe too much of a good thing though makes you feel a bit sick doesn't it uh i'm yet to experience that (laughs) (laughs) what with chocolate or cock both (laughs) the two c's (laughs) the two c's are two favorite things yeah I, i wouldn't be able to abstain no, I know I wouldn't if it was good, and it was also like good. especially if it was no strings attached as well. Maybe that would just be great because you're like, yeah, I don't want anything else from you, but I just kind of need this. Yeah, interesting. Ah, oh, so interesting. Again, yeah, we've had loads of people say they slept with their friends. To be fair, both you and I have oh, no. slept with friends. So yeah, it's I think it's really common. It's quite common. Yeah. Uh, so in response to your story question. Yes, I slept with a friend. A few, in fact. 
Oh my God, I just I think it. it's so easily done. Yeah. I only regretted it once because it actually wasn't very good. With another friend, it was some of the best sex of my life. It was exciting because we were already friends. There was no awkwardness. We were able to discuss comfortably our lives, our likes and dislikes. We only stopped because I caught feelings. Oh, there you go. Yeah, please, can you keep this anonymous? We always do, darling. Love, love, love you ladies in the podcast. Yeah, I suppose that's it, isn't it? It's like, it's like all of a sudden she got COVID. Yeah, oh God, oh God, I can't cock. You don't want the bloody feelings. No. Unless you do want the feelings, but if the other person is, if you're not reciprocated. The problem with feelings is, is, is that, isn't it? It's not always reciprocated. And then that's Devo. Yeah, like if you're friends first, it's a very different context, isn't it? And maybe, I suppose the, the thing with a, um, going into a relationship with someone is that the likelihood of when it, if it, of it ending then when it does end, you're not going to get that friendship back. No. Well, I don't know, because it deep. seems like obviously people have, but yeah, like if you catch the feels, then you're fucked, aren't you? Because you can't then come back for that and be like, oh, okay, we're just going to be friends now. It's fine. You broke my heart, but whatever. Yeah, I know. Because that's it. Like, that's going to fucking hurt, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I've had things where it's been like, oh, you know, we're not going to be in a relationship because we're not suited, but let's just be friends with benefits. But then we didn't say friends afterwards, so we weren't really friends. No. It was more just like, let's just be fuck buddies. That's the yeah. actual honest truth of it. Because you just like the car. Yeah, and then that was great. It's but fun. then once the feelings got too complicated, and it was always like one 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 side is always going to fall yeah. more than and, the other and let's one. let's be honest, the like, oh, actually, no, that's wrong. I shouldn't say that. I was going to say it's probably going to be the female, but that's not true at all. No, because it was always me that wasn't feeling it. Yeah. In the ones that I've had that are proper like buddy situations yeah i was like nah nah i really like your penis but i don't like your personality yeah <laughs> that's the hardest thing i think to disconnect isn't it like when you have really good sex but then the personality isn't there it doesn't like, fulfill you like it's not enough like it wasn't it was it can't you have to have that everything don't you for me anyway for it to be like this is a relationship there's got to be both sides of it like you get on and then there's also the the sexual side, and I think you're probably more likely to um, sacrifice a bit of the sex side of things for the personality, whereas I don't think you'd sacrifice the personality for the sex. No. You know what I mean? No. So you can't be like, well, it's amazing sex, so I'll stay with them. It's like, no, that's not going to work because you're not going to no. be having sex 24-7, are you? Well, initially you might be, but then I'll be on that. No, mate. then beyond that, you're like, mm, this is shit. I hate your face. <laughs> I'm not going to hate your face <laughs> if you're going to take the shit out of me. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's hard. It is hard. And I think, like, I do wonder how many people have fallen into relationships like that and gone, ah, fuck. Actually, yeah, loads, I, I only liked being with you because I like your willy. I don't really like your sense of humor or basically your face oh, or, yeah. your, or your breathing, your general <laughs> existence in my space. And then that's hard as well because then you've got to break that person's heart by being like, oh, yeah, by the way, I don't actually like you as a person. No, but I, not, I do sometimes think with like breakups and things, especially in a situation where it's started off as a fucking thing and then when the other person is like says they have feelings i i'm a, I'm a like do you <laughs> are you sure do you not see what i see i think deep down you see it you know yeah but i think some people i wouldn't have been as in tune yeah like, like as you like you're definitely a lot more in tune with that i am now but it's taken me fucking forever yeah 
I finally catch up like oh Vic I get it now yeah Yeah, I I do say I think this for the benefit of everyone involved here you know it's like you're not that into me no you're not that into me I am not what you think I am I am not maybe we've just got good minge I think we've got good minge (laughs) we've got good minge game okay so I did another call out I've got a regret it I've got a regretful one okay oh yeah good because we haven't had a regretful one yet have we no, this is a regret for is someone that you shouldn't have met, that you shouldn't have fucked. Yeah, that's what I mean. We haven't had one yeah. of those. So, or so far, they've all been pretty positive, haven't they? Yeah. So, yes, he was my gym, gym instructor at the time. I mean, oh, that, God. Yeah. that's an easy one, though, isn't it? I can see how gym instructors fuck their their people. What, if they're doing like um, PT? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I can see. So. I mean, obviously, mine's female, so I'm I'm not in, but... Oh, maybe I am. I'm not. She's not my type. Uh, We became friends, but I did know I fancied him. I had a few months before the split of my first husband. We married super young and he was a dick. He had a partner, which I did know, so wasn't my finest hour ever. However, seven years down the line, we are super happily married with a three-year-old together, as well as our other kids, and we're very much in love. So I do sometimes think these things happen for a reason. So not a regretful then when that one's not well, one. As in that was a, I, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have done it because it was Oh, bad. should have done it, but it turned out, oh, good in the end. Oh, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how good that message is. Do you know what? It might f- really fuck out loads of people's eyes, but just try it anyway. Just, just, just see. see what, just fuck see a gym instructor. <laughs> I definitely um, haven't. I don't really go. I mean, I do go to the gym now, but I only go to the classes and there's about 85 people in the class. So there's no way of connecting with the instructor. Well, I've literally just signed up to my local gym. I was going to go there today, but I'm running out of time. Um, So, yeah, I can't wait. Although when I went there to sign up, some like guy, he was, oh, he went for a shit in the toilet right next to me and then came out. It stank. Oh, God. Wow. This is a nice place. Were you on the treadmill? (laughs) No, mate. I was literally signed up, so I was in the reception. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. You know what that is? It's all the fucking protein powder they have. Yeah, definitely. They re- they really do produce some terrible shit. Yeah, he wasn't obviously uh, my, my type anyway. I'm obviously not going to the gym as well for dick. No, I haven't seen anyone fit in my gym at all. But it's like a, it's like a local leisure centre, so it's not going to happen. Do you know what I mean? They're all like middle-aged. Yeah, mine's like a proper weightlifting gym, so there'll be a lot of... Is like, it? Play, oh, yeah. fucking hell. Obviously, it's got all the gym equipment in it. What are you, you going to do? Are you going to do classes or uh, use the actual gym? Use the actual gym. Because that's what I haven't done so far. I've just gone to the classes. I don't, I don't like the idea of a class. I want to put music in, not talk to anyone and just go. See, I like them because the ones that I go to are like really loud music where it's so fucking high energy and angry and aggressive... <laughs> But I can do that myself with my, with my angry, aggressive music. And I just like punch the shit out of air. I love it. You know, the other day, though, because they, they, for some of the exercises, they'll be like, right, pair up. And I got paired up with like an 85 year old granny. See, I'm out. Yeah, but we had to stand, it was making me laugh so much, mate, because we had to stand in front of each other and, um, and like punch, but not punch each other, just punch towards each other. <laughs> And she was so like little and dinky. She was like she was a little cockney bird. And she was like, oh, oh, bloody hell. Oh, it's a bit fast, isn't it? Like just with her little stick arms just punching the air furiously. I was like, this is great. I love her. She definitely looked like she was called Beryl or something. <laughs> I, I weirdly, as someone who's such a social like butterfly in situations like that, don't look at me, don't talk to me. I just want to be in my own space cracking on. I don't want to be paired up with anyone. I don't want to talk to anyone. Don't fucking look at me. 
Do you know what I did as well? Oh my god, so many funny things with these fucking gym classes. I uh, my hair was coming out because we were like being really vigorous, and my ponytail was falling out. So I was like, okay, sure, I need some hair. So I took my hair band off, it catapulted across the entire room full of people, <laughs> and it hit a man in the eye. And then I was like looking around. I was, I, I didn't have another hairband. I was like, fuck, I can't do this workout with my hair like down like fucking Rapunzel. And so I was looking around for this hairband. And I was like, where the fuck has it gone? And this guy was just holding his eye. <laughs> <laughs> and he pointed to it. Like, he was like, is that yours? And then I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I felt so bad, but it was funny. His friend was cracking up. He thought it was hilarious. That's so good. Mate, what are the chances? No. How did that even happen? <laughs> Literally, it went so far. It was fucking defeat your defeated science, basically. Should never have happened. But yeah, guys, be careful. Be careful in your local gym. <laughs> I'm less likely to get shagged and more likely to get beaten up, I think. With flicking fucking hairbands at random men. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. What the fucking chances, mate? I know. I do enjoy it though. It's good. It sounds terrible. I mean, it sounds horrific, but it is actually. It's good. It just gets me out. Considering you're such a fucking anxious twat. I know. Yeah. No, it's good. I like it. If I come out, I always feel like pumped. I'm pumped. All right. Well, on that really, yeah, mediocre note. Yeah. Sure. We're gonna fuck off. (laughs) We're wrapped up now. Right, so if you've got any stories that you want to send us, um, just, you know, tell us your deepest, darkest secrets, et cetera, et cetera. You can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do? Oh, Laura. They can head on over to our Instagram page at noholesbarpodcast and they can go to our DMs. Oh, slip into our DMs. We've got a new sex toy, haven't we? We have. Oh, Jesus. Oh. It's getting the old uh, trial run at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's not I on the website it, yet, but we yeah. are going to give it a good old bashing, especially me with my daily give, We're going to stress test it. <laughs> yeah. We'll stress test it and report back as to whether it's worth the dollar or not. Yeah, and then we'll put it on a website if we think I, it's I never good. thought that I'd get to that point in my career where I'm like, oh, I've got to try out a sex toy and then let people know whether it's worth it. No, we've buying. actually got two of them as well. My dad actually said to me yesterday, when your podcast, do you, do you, what do you actually do for that? I was like, oh, just comedy Nothing. stuff. Nothing. You don't need to know. Yeah, don't want to know. Never listen. It will ruin I you know. forever. But I do think, I did think about this the other day. I was like, fuck, like when our kids are teenagers and um, they find this podcast. That'll be their choice to listen. <laughs> They'll be fucking absolutely mortified. I am going to, I am going to encourage them to do as they please. And I don't encourage them to listen, but if no, they I'm, do, then that's their fault. It is their fault. They I mean, I've got a child that's on the that. cusp of teenagers. I have many conversations with him about my job and he's, he's all right with it. He's all right with it. He's all right with it. Something like this. Do you want to go to Thailand on holiday? Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is what mommy well, has to do. <laughs> um, I will pay for your therapy bill. Yeah, that's what we'll do. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yes. All right, then. So we will uh, see you next week. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.